It's bookshelf.com. Ready noobs. Right? Yeah. What's your favorite Cardi B song right now? I don't know. I don't know any Cardi B songs. Yeah, you were just singing it. I was trying to set you up. No, that's an old song. Yeah, but we both know that we like the Cardi version. I don't know the Cardi version. You were just singing the lyric. To the old song. Nah, you were singing it. Anyway, this isn't the Cardi B appreciation podcast. It isn't. So, I guess we don't need to talk about that right now. No, we can't talk about it any longer. Mm, way to go, blood. Way to go. Do you think that this episode will have everyone uh, bicking back being bull? Oh, my God, no. Do you, I can't believe you don't ever want to say it again. I'm never saying it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Let's go. You're now rocking with TDF Everything. Movies versus matrimony. Everybody, it is <laughs> it is round seven, I assume, based on a comment that we got. Speaking of comments, let before we get to that, this is movies versus matrimony. In case you were like listening to something, being like, I can't wait for this next episode of the Cardi B Appreciation Podcast. It's so bull. Don't. <laughs> get your hopes up this is movies versus matrimony i'm daniel i'm pauline yeah odie's here and we are gonna pick a movie at random and hopefully it's one of mine but who knows what'll happen and we defend our tastes in movies on this podcast pretty much yeah we do yeah amongst other things yeah and our taste in freezies yeah or as some people like to call them fluties. No. Yeah, my dad does. No. Not into it. Just I've never freezies. heard this. Yeah, you have. No. Call them fluties. Never heard it. Maybe he's changed them to jib jibs now. <laughs> what? Calls them jib jibs. Oh my jib jib. <laughs> I I believe it when I hear it. That's not what I was expecting that to look like. Anyway. As I was saying before, it, we do a thing on here called the comment section. See if you can tell what it is after the theme song. <laughs> the comment section. Where's the theme song? It already happened. You just heard it. Now, let's get into it. We got some newcomers. I just want to say something. What? What's the one ingredient you think this would have in it? Strawberry. It is the one ingredient that is definitely not in it. Yeah, that's fine. It's just strawberry flavored. No, there's not even strawberry flavoring. Mm. It's white <laughs> water, apple and white grape juice from concentrate, malic acid, natural flavors, cellulose gum, guar gum, gun, 
gum acacia, natural colors, and folate. Well. How? That's the first comment in the comment section. <laughs> Get better ingredients, moths. Am I right? Mm-hmm. But I was from us to them. Let's talk about when people talk to us. You know what? We're just going to start on a high note here. Uh, Bitmoji Queen. What? We said she was in Thailand, and she said, Sawadika, greetings from Thailand. Shh, emoji. And I'm crying and laughing so much, I'm sideways. <laughs> Just heard MVSM 6 and still enjoying the banter. Can't wait for episode 7. Well, she did have to wait, so... That's what you get for making us wait for your comments. That's what, uh, you, get, that's what you get for going to Thailand. Exactly. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't have stopped in the middle. Can't wait to, for episode seven to know who picks up a winning streak of two in a row. So I guess she's rooting for me, which really leads it. credence to that whole myth that Bitmoji Queen is my sister, which she's not. Um, that's one comment. Another one, and that one's that was like emailed to us, so that's why it got to be. And there's a picture of her on an elephant. Oh, because people ride elephants in Thailand, which you shouldn't. It's not very nice. Agreed. Uh, Mind Love Podcast. Ooh, another podcast gave mm. us a black heart. Is that mm. a black heart of death? Only they know. No, it's like the cool heart. Mm. The bull heart. Uh, real love, real stories. Do you think that's another podcast? Probably. Said, love your show, thumbs up. So that's nice of them. Hmm. That's, that's an Instagram comment, just in case people are wondering. We have yet to get an iTunes uh, review, even though I say it. And at the end of every episode, please review us. I'm starting to believe that people just write their own reviews sometimes, so it looks better. But who knows? Um... And we called him a bot last time. We insulted him, and he came back for more insulting. Watch Viova said, mm. you have such a lovely show. I enjoyed going through it. I hope that means he's listened to every episode. He's really now. starting to piss me off. <laughs> Why? Because... You saw him on the boat cruise I showed you on Instagram. Exactly. So he's a real person, <laughs> oh, and yeah. yet he's not really adding any value to our comments (laughs) but if he ever stopped i'd really be upset no i don't want him to stop i just want him to engage yeah like say something Mm -hmm. like like write on itunes no i don't i care about about yeah well we we should it helps us okay well then i care about itunes (laughs) (laughs) well that's the comment section um you'd think that since we took some time off there'd be more comments but you'd be wrong you'd be me all right. Oh my god. <laughs> that's that's uh, okay, that. Well, that's nice. Mhm. Mhm. I am going to do everybody's favorite part of the show now, where I read the 14 movies that are up exact for grabs. Same I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> You're eating the apple one now, and you don't yeah. like that the exact same ingredient. Literally the exact same. Mm. Well, Maybe they just assume that since it says real fruit juices on the front and then tells you what kind of flavor it is, that you'll know that that's what's in there. That's going to sound horrible um, in people's ears. Anyway. (laughs) ASMR. Asthma. We already did an episode of that. Remember when we had the candies? I guess that's just our thing now. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well. We're branching into new genres. 
there's 14 episodes, uh, 14 movies up for grabs on this, the seventh round of movies versus matrimony. And <laughs> I'm going to try and read it in one breath. And then you know what happens next because you've clearly listened. Batman, Master of the Phantasm, Castaway, Sage, Stage, How to Train Your Dragon, The Incredible, Kung Fu Panda, Lego Movie, Mega Mind, Notebook, Pleasant Field, Requiem for a Dream, The Ring, Op- Zootopia. <laughs> I did it. You did it. I think. I don't know. It's hard to tell when you've got such great uh, breath control as I do that it's hard to tell when you're taking breaths and when you're just picking back being bull. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, we are not affiliated with any gang. I don't want anyone coming up on me in the street and trying to test my cred. Or my bread. I don't know what you say in that situation. <laughs> so you should. That should I'm you assuming know. it would be bread. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah. That's those. That's the list. As everyone knows, I don't have to explain it, but I'm going to anyway. We put the coordinates into our machine that we've moved from the kitchen to the bathroom, and it tells us what movie we're going to watch, and then we watch it and we debate. That's why the, did we put it in the bathroom? Oh, uh, just because it's a different machine and it didn't fit in the kitchen anymore. Mm. All right. See you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Give me what you got. Give me what you got. Yes. I mean, who knows who's <laughs> whose pick it is? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Well, you're not even looking to see whose pick it is. What do you mean I already At the know? machine. No, you're ruining the mystique of this. Well, if you already knew, then wouldn't I, I already know? No. no. You, the way you were reacting was pretty But exciting. I was watching the machine go to work. You were on your I phone. was watching the machine, too. Uh, okay. Well. And then the answer made me depressed, so I turned away. Oh, no. Well, this is a pretty dis- depressing... Um, what do you call it? Description. Let's see if you can guess what movie it is. A young man meets Andrea Beaumont while visiting his parents' grave, and they form a deep mutual attraction. We've heard that before. Uh, that night, in one of his first crime-fighting attempts, the man foils an armored car robbery but is discouraged because the criminals did not fear him. Maybe he should have put on a suit. That suit. No one will be able to sleep on this. This is Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> and it is a classic. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. It's the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah. Amazing. You like Warner Brothers. I hate Warner Brothers. Fair enough. Here we go. We're on the Warner Brothers shield. It says WB Family Entertainment. Uh, looks like it was made in like 1927. Can you guess when it was made? We'll find out when I start the movie. Are 1927. You ready? We're ready. Actually, I hate to break it to you, but Batman wasn't made until 1939. Oh, no. So it can't be. All those people in the 27s. I got to say right away, this looks like horrible animation. Yeah, this movie's going to be crap. <laughs> have you even ever seen this, or did you decide you wanted to watch this? No, I like it. But I have to tell the truth. I didn't like it when I first saw it. Okay. Um, I was looking forward to, like, a real punch em up movie. 
And in this movie, I think he only punches the Joker like once, and that's it. Mm. A lot of stuff happens off screen. But this is good. Like, you hear this music? I hear it loud and proud. Mm hmm. Uh, b- made in 1993. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a, well, you, it's better than 1938. Yeah. Did you never see the um, cartoon? The Batman cartoon? I don't know. Maybe. Surely your mother, I mean your brother, must have watched it. Uh, maybe. Nice. Uh, Shirley Walker, a female composer a lot of people are saying there's going to be the first female composer for uh captain marvel with brie larson not true right here female composer oh, wow. for batman mask of the phantasm but she's probably rolling in her grave at the fact that they haven't appreciated her i hope she's not dead she actually did an amazing version of the batman rolling in her bed about it oh in a pile of money yeah i don't think okay bat she was like, and if you do recall, I uh, <laughs> composed the soundtrack for Batman Mask of the Phantasm 1993 hit. And the whole cartoon, 97, and 92 to 97. And they'd be like, what? Who? <laughs> Boom, Batman, right away. And as a kid, uh, you're like, yes. No, you're not. You're yeah. like, why am I having to watch this? Oh, no. I, he's already thrown way more punches than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, the point is, I really like this movie. So basically, what happens is Batman is trying to get rid of the mafia problem, which you remember from Batman Begins. He's always trying to get rid of the mafia problem. The mafia yeah. is never going to go away. Oh, I mean, the idea is that once they go away, that just leaves room for people like the Joker and like Two Face. You know, the crazy criminals, not just the you know. There's a code, La Costa Nostra. What? You know what I'm saying. Gotti, baby. John Gotti? No. So this is the Phantasm, by the way. Uh, Do you know who the Phantasm is already? Based on what I've said? Yeah, I do. Who? It is probably Michael Keaton. (laughs) I like the voice. This is the Phantasm. So the point of this is, what I think the storyline is the Long Halloween in the comic books but a bunch of mob bosses get picked off and killed and batman has to figure out who's doing it and then this movie makes it more interesting by showing you the phantasm and having this cool disguise yeah so cool it's like you don't think that's a cool look so cool i love cartoons (laughs) it's like i always wonder why i don't watch more of them I'm going to tell you this right now. I know you won't like this movie. I hate it already. I will not be able to win you over on no, this. No, you absolutely can. I, I can will enjoy talking about promise it. promise you that you will not win me over on this. First of all, I don't think you should have watched this when you're a child. It's very violent. Yeah, there's blood. They never have blood in the show. I'm not even joking. Like That was a big deal to have that blood on his chin. And the Joker gets his teeth knocked out, and that's bloody as well. This is very inappropriate. So this show... I'm sure my brother has seen this. The show was also very... Like, they got away with a lot. Like, um, your brother can attest to this. After this Batman show, whenever there were guns in cartoons, they had to be laser guns. It didn't matter what the time period was. 
the guns were laser guns. Really? And Batman got away with having proper like revolvers and shotguns. And the old, they had rules. So like Batman, no, Batman could do whatever he wanted. He punch and kick and he doesn't use guns. You don't have to worry about that. But the bad guys, if they were shooting, were never allowed to shoot at the screen. Because that would be too traumatizing for kids. If the bad guy shot at the screen. I um, guess. Who's that? Commissioner Gordon? Yeah. And he's a great Commissioner Gordon. Like, I, I, my favorite Gordon is Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. But, like, he is a good, like, base for what Gary Oldman elevated. He kind of looks like him. Yeah. Except for big I, hair. I always feel like the directors have watched this cartoon more than they let on. They copy so many things that happen from this cartoon. Really? Yeah. Um, is it Phantasm with a PH? You got it. I never liked this Alfred. He looks dopey. He looks rude. <laughs> yeah, he. that's kind of his thing. He, like, again, I love the Nolan movies. I, you know what? I like Jeremy Irons as Alfred, but obviously Michael Caine Who's is the Jeremy best. Jeremy Irons? Michael Caine. Jeremy Irons is the new Alfred. Remember, you saw him in Batman vs. Superman. Don't remember. <laughs> Googling. Okay. Um, what were some Jeremy other rules? Oh, the other Irons. thing about... Th- the other thing about this show and movie, um, it, you notice how it's so dark? It's because they actually painted on black paper, unlike every other cartoon, which paints on white paper. So it was already starting off in a dark place. Interesting. There's Andrea Beaumont. Who is Andrea Beaumont? She's the person who has a mutual attraction with Bruce Wayne. But like, who is she? She's the Phantasm. I'm not gonna like wait. I'm wow. not gonna wait it out. This okay. Way. The that's the twist is that, and I like those kinds of things where it's like the hero's love interest is the bad guy, and they and then you have to be like, what are you gonna do about it? We, I don't he, remember him being Alfred. Yeah, he goes baby bother rubber buttons, and he's Ben Affleck's Alfred. It's because he doesn't act like Alfred in the movies. He's fine, but he's not, like, proper or anything. He's always got, like, a working jacket on. Oh. Yeah. He looks like he's supposed to be Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. That, I don't like him. Oh, look, That's the other thing. He's with, black, he's with black women. That's the first episode he's with a black woman, and the movie he's with a black woman. And I was like, good for them for not making it just white people that he gets with. And I'm pretty sure that person who you thought was Veronica is Asian. The other thing is the guys who make this show made the Animaniacs. So a lot of the times... That's a great show. That's one cartoon I do approve of. So a lot of the time you could see them reading... Wow, look, there's a plus size woman in the background. Yeah, they care a lot about things. And this for some reason... Not for some reason. Just it's, it's... They had representation. Like, I never... I never knew of Lucius Fox before this cartoon. Like, I... I would hate to say they invented her, uh, Lucius Fox, but I'm pretty sure they did. I was like, Batman has black friends? Uh, like Morgan Freeman in the movies? I know who Lucius okay. Fox is. Also, this cartoon, Rude. this cartoon invented Harley Quinn. Harley? Yep. I thought you said Harvey Quinn. Nope. I thought maybe that was her Harley twin brother. Harley Quinn. That would oh, be... He needs to stop staring at his parents. Oh, you're not going to like this movie, then a lot of it is about how he's sad that his parents are dead. <laughs> And she well, I'm was not there saying he shouldn't be sad, but he's always just staring at them. In the comics, I, I hate he's those have... jokes that people make. Oh, yeah, we talked about it. it's Lil Wayne. I think this is where he meets Andrea Beaumont. 
for the first time. That's him supposed to be younger. He you looks kind of like Ben Affleck. That's what a lot of people said. He like again. I feel like the directors always go back to the con- or the cartoon because yes, in a lot of scenes, Ben Affleck is even making the same smirk that this Bruce Wayne makes. Yeah, she would be the evil one. Red hair. And uh, no, Star Selena Kyle has eyes. blue, has blonde hair, not blue. But I think Selena she's had. Selena Kyle has brown hair. Mm, no, in this in this cartoon, she's blonde. Oh. I, uh, yeah, I think this is just far too adult for me. Like, as a kid, I saw this and I was like, when is he going to fight people again? Like, this is ridiculous. when, why did you decide that this should be one of the movies that we must watch? No, I saw it with Ryan and Mm -hmm. we were both bored out of our minds. Yeah, because it's a pretty boring and crappy movie. Well, we were like seven. (laughs) We were seven. But this is an adult movie. Like, look at all these shots. Like, you could just do this with live action you wouldn't you don't need to draw this like nothing they do in this movie you're like wow like what a great use of animation other than it looks good but you're never like oh yeah they wouldn't have been able to pull that off without using humans yeah so i rewatched it because you know i like batman a little bit and i remember being like you know what this is a really well done movie it's just it has no place being marketed towards kids there's no way a kid would be able to stick with this. It's like Archer. Oh, yeah, but that's not targeted towards kids. That you know of. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> this this movie was, like, when you if you were watching the show, it'd be like, don't forget, kids, the movie's coming out this Christmas. And I was unfortunately not allowed to see it in theaters. Or I don't know what happened. I just didn't get to see Oh, you're going to watch Batman before he had uh, his bat suit. What? Like an so, idiot. okay. Well, this happens in Batman Begins, too. No, this is a flashback, by the way. Oh, oh a cartoon flashback. Amazing. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's basically just a regular movie. Oh, I wanted to talk about Paul Dini, who uh, co-created this version of Batman. He had a very sad story where um, at the height of his fame, he was mugged and got cra- they cracked his head open. They beat him. Wow. And he had to crawl this back to his house. This happens in real life, not yes, in this movie. in real life. And a part of his recovery, he said, was like he, because he was so ensconced in Batman, he would say like he had like Joker on one shoulder and Batman on the other. And he was just like, yeah, like I kind of lost faith in Batman. Like I, I was just like, well, you didn't save me from getting mugged. Okay. You didn't. And he got really down on himself. But then he wrote this crazy comic book about coming back from being mugged so violently. Huh. How's he doing now? He's probably rolling in his grave. What is he doing now? He's not, he used to do the Batman video games, and I think they kicked him off of that because he was too expensive. Um, similarly, in stories, <laughs> Becky one time told us a story at a sleepover about how she was at a sleepover when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And... Or, yeah, she was at a sleepover at, at this person's house, and they told her a story about how their dad was downstairs watching TV in their house, and they had a walkout patio door in the basement, you know, and he saw someone bloody coming up to the door, and he was no, like, what the you. hell? Yeah, and he opened it, and it was his boss who had been mugged and beaten the crap out of. 
and crawled his way. He didn't know it was that guy's house. He just, well, that just was lucky for his boss that yeah. someone who just has, randomly showed up. I mean, you would hope that anyone would help you, but if you were like, "Oh, that's my boss," I have to like, I know this person. I can't just be like, "Oh, sorry." Or like any, sorry. like you know, even if it was your no, neighbor. Oh yeah, that's true. That would have helped too. Uh, so basically, Paul Dini just gets paid for having created Harley Quinn. Like, he's got a uh, 114 writing credits, and they're always character created by because people use Harley Quinn in almost everything now. Like so, what? All right, Lego DC Superhero Girls, Batman Ninja, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, Scooby Doo, and Batman. Scooby-Doo and Batman. Oh, back in the day, people loved putting Batman and Scooby-Doo together. I've what never, I've never watched a Batman and Scooby-Doo, but I know it's a thing from like the seventies. Ridiculous. And I guess they just keep remaking it. Uh, he created Freakazoid. Did you ever watch Freakazoid? Yeah. Runs around in his underwear. I didn't really. I just remember the theme song. My brother watched it though. Hmm. This when there's weird. a full moon, he comes around something about your spoon. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, another thing Paul Dini created was the version of Mr. Freeze that we all care about now. Um, they oh, use man. Element- Batman looks like a big friggin' loser. I don't like the way he is practicing his martial arts right now. I he must looks like admit. you when you were practicing after seeing Three Ninjas. No, he doesn't, because he's not doing cartwheels <laughs> at the gas at the station. Gas station. Uh, While your dad tries to drive away and leave you behind. Oh, God. <laughs> Can't be my kid. Uh, the storyline for Mr. Freeze that he's trying to save his wife from a disease, so he froze her, and then he's just trying to raise money to get her. That's a Paul Dini and Bruce Tim thing. So I guess he gets credit sorry, for that too. I'm sorry, is Paul Dini spelled like Houdini and that's just his name? His real name is Paul Dini. Paul D-I-N-I. A-U-L-D-I-N-I. Paul Dini. But I feel like you think that's his first name. His name is Paul and his last name is Dini. I think it's Paul Dini like Houdini. <laughs> He's pinning her. That's Yeah, mutual Stop attraction. It. Stop it, Bruce. Oh, that's how you know. It's a flashback because he doesn't have white hair. My oh, my. Alfred. I feel bad saying that I really did not like this Alfred. He seems like a royal douche. He did, like, I, his, it's the way he looks and his voice put together. They changed his voice, like, halfway through the series and it got better. But or I don't remember either. It got better or it got worse. One of the two. But like it changed how I felt about him. That's that's all I know for sure. And especially since as a kid, I don't really know that I was watching it in any particular order. I don't remember what what it and because they were crazy. They had like a seventy episode order at the beginning, and then so like the first season oh, is this guy's definitely a mobster. I think this is Rupert Thorne. And since I watched this, Rupert. I watched this uh, more often than I watched the 89 Batman. So I was constantly looking to see who from the cartoon was in the Batman movie, even though I didn't need to. Like, it's just two separate stories. But I was like, oh, look, it's Rupert Thorne. That was so silly back in the day. You were a real class A noob. Noob, noob, noob. 
I don't think. Yeah, I think he has fought Rupert Thorne in the past. But usually, Rupert. Look, did you see that? There was a Star of David. They were. They're really just. Everyone gets representation in this movie. I didn't see. Yes, there was a gravestone with a Star of David on it. That's I don't nice. remember why she's the phantasm in the car in the comics. Probably it was probably something about like the mob killed her parents. Yeah, probably. That's probably exactly it. In the comics, or her brother. <laughs> in the comics, it's. Uh, or maybe she does it because she asked to join the mob and they said no. Probably. I think it's the first thing you said, though. Yeah. Uh, co- or it might not be her parents <laughs> because. Um, well, she was visiting her dead mom when she met Bruce. Are so you yeah. sure it was the mom? Maybe it was her sister. I think it said Victoria Boltmont. Wait, is her name Victoria? So no. she could have a sister named Victoria. That's true. I'm a bum. Uh, let's do the parent guy. Why did they make the phantasm seem like it's floating? Well, that's that's what a phantasm is. What? Like it's a ghost, so it's like a apparition. But it's so a real she, person. How is she doing that? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've seen this like three times. I don't remember how she does it. I feel like I just chalked it up to whatever, man. It's a cartoon. It's fine. See, this is the problem with cartoons. But also, I was like... People just let them get away with whatever the hell they want. And this is a real life, people. <laughs> I just like that it was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Who who could have thought? And I think after a while, it stops being about the phantasm, and it's obviously more about the Joker. When does the Joker come into play? Because... I mean, you're not going to have to wait that long. I hope not. This movie's not that oh, long. Oh, he looks so scared. Yeah, yeah that would suck. Of- I've never wanted to be locked in a grave. I always thought I don't care, but then I realized I would hate. Absolutely. You would freak the hell out. Oh, but you wouldn't? I just said I would. No, you just said I would hate it. But you're like, you, sir, would be freaking (laughs) the hell out. (laughs) You would be rolling on the ground crying. Someone else said that in, I think, a podcast or... A show I was watching today. What? On the floor crying, like rolling on the floor crying. Yeah, but that's But I thought of you. Yeah, it was uh, like, oh my goodness. Like, what a... Write us in if you think Daniel would roll on the floor crying. If. Anything. Well, this is the the problem with being locked in a um, coffin. You wouldn't be able to roll. Would not like it. Well, you could. No, that would that would kind of could shimmy side to side. That would be you. Okay. Who's this? It's all these mob bosses that are scared that they're next uh, because they keep getting picked off. Oh. Well, maybe he should put more than one chair in his room, and he'd be okay. That's like a classic Batman villain scene is like these huge rooms with one chair in it. Your worst and nightmare, since, too. You'd roll on the floor yeah. crying there as well. Because of the You're ceiling? Like, oh, the ceiling. Oh. It's just so high. Um, because you can't... Uh, I think they make it out that clearly... You're like, oh, clearly he's the phantasm. This guy yeah, I've never seen before. Yeah, he's supposed to look evil, but... Yeah, like this guy you've never seen in so the show the before. so woman, so... Yeah, but I guess... Oh, well, he does look classic bad guy. <laughs> they're banking on, like, boys just being like, it's a girl, whatever. She's probably just there to cr- get kissed. Yeah, she probably is just there to rub on him. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. 
bubble in on him. You just want to rub on her. Don't want to kiss her. That would be gross. <laughs> This is whenever people are like, I wish they would show Batman being a detective more. I feel like they mean this, and this is. The I, most I like how they're making ever. his feet look like triangles. Yeah, I have nothing bad to say about the way he looks. I d- I hate it when they switched the Wayne, style they drew. It. Oh my gosh! Dun, 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 dun. Premonition. <laughs> wait, and he's like, wait. Does go it back. say <laughs> Wayne or wine? Oh, now he's gonna be shook because he'll be like. Oh, so does she know that it's Bruce Wayne? Yeah, she figures out like real quick. And she's got a one up on him. You Where know what? I got to imagine she actually knew it was him the whole time. And part of her thing was to mess with him. Because I think her idea is like, why are you just letting them do whatever they want? Kill them. And then there won't be any more mob bosses. And he's like, well, you can't well, do you that. You can't kill people. Yeah. And she's I like, well, you're an idiot. Bartman. <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, yeah, well, then you're an idiot, and I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. Then she was like, get me a strawberry freezy and make sure it has no strawberry in it. Or apple in my apple. It has apple. Oh. I told, <laughs> I to- I literally told you that the strawberry has the exact same ingredients in the apple. And the first two ingredients in the strawberry you know, I just heard apple, apple strong, but look at this. I hate when superheroes are like... Uh, like creeping? stalking and creeping on their girl, like uh, ex lovers. Like, you're Batman. Just be like, jump up in her face one day and be like, "Does my suit smell?" Don't you <laughs> think? Suit smell. Don't you think that because it's clear that his suit is more like cloth, that he would is just he cry- stink? Are those his tears? No, that's the rain. Those are definitely his tears. <laughs> I think he only cries once in the show. Why? What happens? Uh, it's a cool episode. The Mad Hatter traps him somehow. The Mad Hatter. I'll show you a picture of the Mad Hatter. It's I, the the episode with the Mad Hatter is crazy because he just has a crush on a woman at work, and she's kind of like, "Well, you're nice, but I'm not gonna date you." And it's like, you know how there's all these incels now. The I'm involuntarily celibate because all these girls won't date nice guys. It's like there a storyline about that. Brad's and Sarah's or whatever. Yeah. Brad's and what? I don't remember, but I remember that thing because of the guy who crashed his car. Uh, the That episode was crazy, and that's what introduced the Mad Hatter. I'll show you his thing. But um, So he created this thing where he could just control you without a headband. Like headbands that go into top hats. Um, what? This was him on this cartoon. So he's from Alice in Wonderland, and he likes mm-hmm. a girl named Alice, and he tries to get her by putting this headband on her and forcing her, and Batman's like, you're crazy, how dare you like force her to date you like this, this is horrible of you, and then it still ends on a sad note where like he gets beat up and crushed by his own like goblin thing, and he's still like, I just wanted her to like me, and that's like how it ends with him crying, like I wanted her to like it. But in another episode, Batman wakes up. His parents are alive. He's married to Selena Kyle. And he, like, the whole episode, he's, like, trying to get to the Batcave and could never figure out how to do it. He's like, wait, like, my telephone thing isn't working. This thing isn't working. Like, what's going on? And then the episode ends with him, like, fighting. Not doesn't end with, but, like, he ends up realizing, oh, someone else is Batman. And he tries to fight them. And then he wakes up and realizes 
that the Mad Hatter put one of those headbands on him and has controlled his mind to get what he actually wants in life, which is to be married and have his parents still. And then he cries when he realizes, like, oh, like, you made me lose my parents all over again. Man, he needs to get over it. He could have if that guy wasn't putting that thing on his head. No. Wait, is is maybe her dad a mobster? I wish this is something I could look up with the relative ease, but I can't. And I won't. <laughs> oh, that's that, like, nerdlinger that's always with around her. Nerdlinger? Yeah, nerdlinger. Don the Linger. Don the Linger. I've never heard that term, Nerdlinger. I feel like I'm just mixing. I feel like they say Nerdlinger on Simpsons at some point. No. Okay. That's what's interesting about this movie is, or this cartoon is that he, he clearly has like future futuristic gadgets, but they have they still are acting like they're in the forties. Yeah, that's exactly f- what I hate. <laughs> like the football players are dressed like it's the thirties, and the, the like TVs are black and white. So ridiculous! It's made in nineteen ninety three. Mm-hmm. But that's I think that's also just a Batman thing is you never really are supposed to know exactly what year it is. It's supposed to be a mishmash of everything. I think you also they show the Joker before he becomes the Joker in this movie. Really? Yeah. But no one's supposed to know who he is. Yeah, well, this one is, like, you don't, like, know him. You just, like, see that he was, like, a, yeah, I think that's the Joker. So you do see him. No, I know, but you, like, you're not, like, oh, that's Gary from uh, Accounts Payable. Like, it's just, like, some guy that you see that gets bad luck and turns into the Joker. So you never, like, know his name or anything. But you find out what happens to him. You're not supposed to know. Oh, you always know that he gets knocked into the vat of acid. That's a thing. Oh. Well, I didn't know it, that. I think it worked better in Dark Knight, where you don't see anything. Yeah. But, uh, again, based on the 89 Batman and other things, I've it's always, to me, been that he falls into the acid. Like the guy from, um, like the bad guy in Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm. That's also a new thing in the movie that they didn't get to do in the cartoons is when he throws somebody off something that they actually scream with terror like that might end their life. Usually they're like, I'm fine. Or so like you hear them. Like this, they make a, a, this is just a cartoon. Yeah, they make a point of being like, oh, don't worry. He didn't hurt them like irreparably. I feel like right there, if Whoa. you did that, if she ever saw Batman again, she'd be like, oh, you're Bruce Wayne. Like, Why? that. Because who does that? Who can, like, jump on a motorcycle and punch some guy off of his well, thing and keep that form? Him or Batman shouldn't be able to do that. I know, but I'm saying if you saw two people do it, you'd just assume it's the same guy. Unless you were so shocked the first time. That you didn't really you take it in? You forgot. That's fair. Or in this world, maybe that's a very common move. I honestly thought that... Uh, I honestly thought that they were going to have like this cool actress as Andrea Beaumont since it's the movie, but I have no idea who Dana Delaney is, and I don't feel bad. She was in Tombstone, though, and Desperate Housewives oh. for five years. What? Do you know her? Yeah. Oh, well, don't sure I do. look silly? 
I can't tell if you're being serious. No, I seriously do. I watched Desperate, Desperate Housewives. In fact, I'd like to start watching it again. Mm. I really liked that show. Do you like Abe Vigoda? Yeah. I like him too. He's in this. Can you scratch right here? Mm-hmm. No, like, look where my, yeah. Yeah, got you. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Here's Ephraim Zimblis Jr. That's the guy doing the voice of Ar- of Alfred. So just assume that that's what he looks like while you're watching that face. I can't see. Can you see? That was awkward. Why? Didn't plug in the computer. Could have lost this whole thing. No, that's not what I picture. Well, this is like back in the day. Like by the time he was doing the oh, that looks like an Alfred. That definitely looks like an Alfred. And that's that is back in the day. That's him. Oh, he's that's him at this on the set where the guy fell into the grave. <laughs> but what is that from? Let's find out. Uh, still of Roddy McDowell and Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. in the Alfred Hitchcock Hour. Okay, well, that's that. Okay. I can't even tell you which one is which. It's just two guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I never did get to uh, Parent Guide. Oh, yeah, you better check that one out. It'll be interesting. What do you think they get this ra- they got as a rating? Probably 14A. I meant out of 10. Oh, uh, I don't know. Four. Seven point nine. Oh God. Sex and nudity. There is no sex or nudity in this movie. The Joker. <laughs> the Joker calls Andrea the spawn of her father's loins. Andrea and Bruce kiss passionately in the bedroom. It is implied that they spent the night together. As the next morning, Andrea still at Wayne's mansion is sitting outside of Bruce's room wearing different clothes, Bruce's shirt than the night before. Violence and gore. Batman ambushes a group of thugs by crashing through a window. Batman steps on a defeated thug, implying the protagonist uses excessive force. Does that imply that or just show that? Seems like there's no implication. (laughs) That's definitely Abe Vigoda, right? If you had to guess who Abe Vigoda would be in this movie, it would be this old man. Yeah, probably. He played four. He played knick-knack on my door. (laughs) Uh... A character is killed when a statue is deliberately pushed above them. It must mean onto them. I would assume. Yeah. A man Someone lifted up a statue. The person was so shocked they fell over and died. A man dies creating, crashing his car off a parking garage trying to outrun an attacker. So this by far has the most deaths of any episode of the show. Oh, yeah, definitely. A prolonged sequence featuring the police in pursuit of Batman and blood is visible. Michael, oh yeah, he he gets real bloodied up in this movie. I forgot about that. Look at his computer. He's like typing so much, but like it's not, it's not, like it's not actually indicative of what's going on. A. Yeah. Alfred actually looks like he could be the phantasm. I hate that Alfred. Look at him. He's, he's so indignant. Absolutely indignant. Yes. <laughs> I don't like it. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. 
Oh, um, model helicopters strike Batman in the shoulder. Blood is visible. Batman kicks the Joker in the face, knocking a tooth out and breaking his nose. There's blood. Oh, yeah, because in this in this show, the Joker uses toys all the time. Cool, man. They just said that. Anyway, Batman strikes the Joker in the face. Blood comes out of the character. Multiple deaths are implied or happen off screen. Bruce Wayne is struck by a baseball bat. You can't really put that. (laughs) Uh, Profanity. None, if only some mild implied things. I.e., Bruce hands Arthur a handkerchief and says, here's your handkerchief back. You know where to stick it. (laughs) You know where to fucking put it. On your nose, because you've runny nose. Um, alcohol no, drinks. Leave it up. No one wants a cold. <laughs> oh my goodness! Who is this guy proposing to Andrea Beaumont? I can't believe you don't care. I don't. You love engaging. I just feel like you haven't seen this movie. Actually, I have. A lot of things are catching you by surprise. It was more getting you to watch. Oh yeah, no. I think you can probably pretty much be guaranteed. I uh, don't ever want to see this movie. A death is implied as it is off camera. We hear a witness wailing is in horror. Is it Bruce Wayne? I beg your pardon? Is that Bruce Wayne? Yes. He uh, proposed and then he was like, oh, wait a minute. I'd rather they, be Batman. They've known each other for three and a half seconds. And no, this movie, that's also what I think screwed this movie over, is two stories are being told at the same time. There's the story of... How Andrea met Bruce and how they fell in love and became engaged. So, do they actually love each other? Like, I'm so confused. Or is she just yeah, he does one hundred percent fiddle. One hundred percent, he loves her. I think she might have liked him, but then they break up, and I think she's done with it after that. I don't think she continues the love after that. Uh, the movie is presented in a somber mood and implies a cruel fictional world. <laughs> they love saying imply oh my on gosh. this. The movie touches upon Uh-oh. with Bruce Wayne's psychological issues, a topic that is not touched upon in great detail in any of the live action movies. They clearly have not seen Batman forever. Yeah, or any Batman. That one too long. He goes to a therapist in that one. This, this just, just arrived. arrived. Yeah. A character seen kneeling and pleading at a grave might be intense for children. The movie implies corrupted elected officials and features a fictional mob gang. Several antagonists in the movie commits murder. Corrupted elected officials. Ooh, real life. There's no chance a kid would understand what that means. Yeah. Unless you're saying, like, don't take your kids because then they won't ever trust judges or cops. Which, too late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when we watched The Staircase and they were like, this is an Alfred plea? And I was like, yeah, I've had a lot of people who've had to do that. Really? Yeah, just being like, I don't trust the system. I guess I'll just plead guilty. I don't know. I don't know what I would do in that instance. If I was truly innocent. You'd be like Adnan Syed. I would be, I think. That's fair. This is the first time he becomes Batman. Look. You missed it. Wow. And it scares Alfred because he's like, you're looking back at me and for once I don't see the, the, the person I've cared for since I heard their cries from down the hall. Don't, don't make him sound like good Alfred. Don't you do that. Yeah, this one's not Cockney, so he can't be. 
Look at that. They're going ham for the World's Fair. Going ham. That was a great song. I didn't like it at first. And then when I heard it in the context of the movie Project X, I was like, this this song is amazing. And then when the album came out, I was like, yeah, it's good. It's a really good song. It was a weird first single, considering their next single was Otis, which is in the completely opposite direction of that song. It's just such a great anagram. Um, Is that what it's called? No. Anagram? No. What's it called? What? Abbreviation. Abbre? No. Acronym. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Here's the Joker. In case you were wondering. You can tell because toys are involved. And because things are truly sinister. Oh, creepy. I don't even like this. So what people like about this Joker is he is voiced by Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. A.k.a. Incest. Yeah, I don't... like. I feel like people just don't care about that and they should care about it that for two-thirds of the movie movies you're rooting for a brother and sister to get together and they kiss people want them to get together if you if you actually watch it in the order they came out not in the order of the way the movies are i guess some people watch if you watch episode four then episode five you're like yeah like i hope Luke gets to be with Leia. That's like the whole reason he started this mission was to meet Leia. And Does he know it's his sister? No, and they kiss each other and everything. Gross. She kisses him for good luck at one point in the first movie, and then she kisses him passionately in the second movie, mostly to make Han Solo mad, but also it's just like, come on. And then the third movie, it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are brother and sister. Is Han Solo not the same person as Luke Skywalker? No, not even close. Han Solo's cool. He knows what's up. And he's a winner. Luke Skywalker uh, is not. (laughs) He gets there, but he is not. (laughs) Again, if you only took the first three movies, you'd probably just be like, wow, Luke is annoying. I see. Third movie is where everything changes. And yeah, this Joker is very creepy. Yeah, he's really creepy. I wanted to show you... What the they changed the look of these? What? Yeah, they so like he started off like this as you well like this movie, and then they changed it to that, and I didn't like it. I like that way better. Oh well, that's what everyone else liked it too. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I don't know. I so then there's that Joker, which I think is a still from this movie. Yeah, but let's see if we can find the other joker which is truly horrifying to me why is it so scary for you he has like no like he's just it's too much it's too intense i don't oh wish... sir his teeth are way too yellow Mm-hmm, and they're going to get knocked out. Oh, yeah, this one. I thought that was a horrifying Joker. Ooh, yeah. I guess, honestly, probably the same for me, that one and this one. Oh, because they both lean into the clown aspect? Yeah, yeah. really horrible. I... Is this where he's like, 
Now that you're done with Bruce the Loser, why don't you get with me, Nerdlinger the Winner? She's done with Bruce? What? By this time, yeah. This is... See, he's in the he's in the shadows, like, yo, back off. That's mine, B. Uh-oh, right there. She turned on the light, and he was there the whole time. And she's like, what, do you think I don't know this? He's like, I knew you were watching. But doing... what happened to them, they... He chose being Batman over, uh, you know, being in a relationship. I think something that they play with a lot on this show in particular like does he actually want to give up this life of being upset all the time and trying to get vengeance everyone knows he doesn't yeah i prefer that but i also wouldn't mind if he like found love and then just was like i'm also gonna keep getting vengeance but also you're my wife and i love you (laughs) no i don't like it well, you don't have to worry because that never happens for him in the show. He's too broody. Also, Always brooding. Also drinking in this, which is weird. Uh, in the comics, as I was trying to say, this storyline involved Catwoman, and she was actually going around not killing mob bosses, but trying to figure out uh, if her dad was truly, I can't remember if it was Falcone or Maroney. But she was like, I'm pretty sure my dad is one of the main mob bosses. So she was going around messing with mob bosses and trying to get to him. So and then, she stays around, like, in the future? This character, no. This character probably dies. The Phantasm, Andrea Beaumont, I would say dies. And here she's coming for Abe Vigoda. But Joker already got to him. Boom. Ooh. Why did he look like that? That's the Joker smile. That's so, so creepy. Uh, in the comics and this show a lot, Joker has this toxin, and it makes your face like that. That's a very consistent look for this cartoon. Ugh, they didn't even just do that because they could get away with it in the uh, movie. They did that in the TV show too. And sometimes he does it by fish. So one time he one time he poisoned the fish supply in Gotham, and everyone just started looking like that. That was crazy. Nasty. Nasty. That's the most feminine the Phantasm has looked. You ever like when Batman uses his plane? I have a thing about his plane. He never is able to land it. It always crashes. They're going to prove me wrong here. But most of the time, (laughs) like in the show and definitely the movies, he crashes his plane and never like lands it properly. Except for Dark Knight Rises. That's not really a plane. That's some weird hover thing. I don't like any of his cool tools. I do. I'm just them. kidding. Actually, that's pretty much one of the only things. Ah, sorry. Come on. We oh, were Kimmy. Um, actually, it's one of the things I really like about Batman. Yeah, that he's got these cool toys. I mean, tools, not toys. Sorry, but if you didn't put the set up this way, then I would actually yeah, move my right. leg. Yeah, my so. fault. Whose fault is that? You missed the table somehow. Oh, look, I knew they were going to prove me wrong by him landing it properly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But he can't go back to it, so still, I didn't vocalize my point properly. Uh, Also, in in the cartoon, there's a character named Harvey Bullock. Why is that interesting to me? 
Because two you have of my a friend named. Well, I have two friends. One uh, Joel Harvey and one Paul Bullock, and it's both their names put together. I know. I was gonna say that, but I know you don't usually like saying first and last names. Uh oh. So broke your own rule. Yep. It's fine. It's, I especially Daniel's broke it. Allowed to do it, not me. I especially did it when Odon did the podcast. Why? Because I constantly call him Odon, but. I felt like the need to say Dylan because you. I usually but that's not. It's still not even his last name. Yeah, I know, but it came out eventually. <laughs> and with Brian, it definitely came out as well. Hmm. Well, you just don't know how to. I don't know how to do keep it. your own rules. You're a little rebel without a cause. I also like that. Like, look at that police SWAT van. Like, it's oh yeah. So this is Harvey Bullock. And as a kid, I thought that. Um, I even thought they had a Bullock uh, in Batman Begins, but they didn't. So silly of me. And the cool thing about Bullock is, he doesn't like. Batman, but he realizes he always in the end realizes that Batman's trying to do the right thing. Oh, that's nice. Who's really touching? Oh, look, really, he's so bloody in this. Really hits you in the soul. Mm-hmm. 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 Good for Harvey. You know, do you think it was weird that there was Harvey Dent and Harvey Bullock in the same show? Like, how many times have you actually heard of someone being called Harvey? Never. Right. But on this show, you get two. His uh, grappling gun, my favorite of all the grappling guns they've had in movies or TV shows. I don't know it, what that it, means. It's, like, it's the most... Um, Ergonomic. Yes, that is what I mean. See, smart move by Batman. But don't you think that's oh, crazy that they were willing to just riddle him with bullets? Like... <laughs> but like they were just like, kill him. <laughs> There's no need to apprehend him, just... Shoot him dead, everybody. All your power, all your might. Shoot at him. <laughs> Batman is a menace. He is, but I think that's also what I like about him is that unlike Superman, he's in direct like conflict with the cops. Okay, Superman is literally the worst superhero other than Captain America. I think Hulk and Superman are the worst. Do not care for them as heroes. Hey, look at this guy's gross face. Um, Superman is really shitty. I don't care for Captain America in the comics or in the TV shows. Captain but in America the movies, he sucks. Is amazing. All of the balls <laughs> there could ever be to suck. He uh, who else is sucks. a bad, uh, like mainstream superhero? Ant Man. Yeah, but again, in the movies, I like Ant-Man. Yeah, and I agree with you. Iron Man. The Hulk. No, I like Iron Man and everything. Yeah, I guess I don't mind Iron Man either. I don't like Hulk. I Again, I'm not talking about the movies because I like pretty much everyone. Again, Joker. Every, I like MCU in all of... I like everyone in the MCU pretty much. I especially don't like Thor outside of the MCU. Wow. Thor's amazing. No, he's great at MCU. They took Sorry, off his but does helmet. Andrea Beaumont stick, stick around in this series? No, she's done after this. As I said, I think she dies in this. 
I don't remember you answering that. <laughs> I think she's like Killmonger, and she's like, "Nah, just kill me. I'm done with this. I don't. I don't need this life. Oh no, no, I'm not gonna marry you, and I don't like you. So just kill me." Is that her dad? Yes. Again, this is a flashback because, as you'll notice, the guy grabbing her is the person that she put in the grave in the beginning. This is very confusing for me. Again, as a kid, I just did not like what was going on. I was like, "What? They're just talking." Ew! He blew smoke in his face. That is Very one of the rude. most insulting things of all time. I yeah. hate it. Brian got into a fight with Cam over it. I yeah. Remember. If someone blew smoke in my face, I would freak the F out. Like a physical fight. It was crazy. I probably would be very close to being physical if someone did that to me. Uh, I think the movie sets it up that you think maybe her dad is the phantasm. Because it's the same voice. The same person doing... His voice here is the same person doing it when the mask is on. Hmm. Uh, Bruce proposed to me. And we're going to get married. I'm going to be a desperate housewife. <laughs> was she one of the desperate housewives? or is She, she just... kind of became one, yeah. Okay. Oh, so she was like kind of like competition at the beginning and then she just eased her way in? Yeah, she was like a weird character. For, like weird in the sense that they were like, mm, what? You know what's interesting about that? is Danny Elfman did the music for Batman and he did the music for Desperate Housewives. So mm. we're connected that way. And Danny Elfman was also in Dharma and Greg. So Jenna Elfman, yeah. <laughs> oh. You know what's also interesting? Offred was in this show as a little girl. Really? Yeah, Elizabeth Moss was in the episode. It was actually a pretty uh, dark episode. Uh, she was, her parent, like her dad was abusive, so her mom took her away. And then he got a suit that made him turn invisible, so he pretended to be her imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. And she would like love to see when he came to visit her. And you're just like, this is really going to mess her up later when she realizes what's going on. And Batman has to like, break it to her like yeah your dad's a jerk he's is horrible <laughs> ooh cascading tides <laughs> what does that mean well, this is oh i say the water so i'm sorry this is now flashing back in time yeah that other scene was present and now this is back in time annoying i think they always but it looks like she's being pretty oh you know what no this is present because she's looking devilish there and that was the thing we were reading about that she stayed the night oh right you wouldn't be able to tell by the cars because everyone drives the same car no matter what year it is (laughs) You just have to tell from Alfred's hair. Yeah, see, white hair, present. Annoying. I can't stand this movie. As I said, I had no intention of you liking it. I just wanted to talk about Batman for however long the movie is. Yeah, she played Kimmy Ventrix. Oh, this year, in, in the 1993 episode. The episode is, see no evil. We want to see some pictures? There's one, so that's it. And that's not her. That's her mom. Oh, Mrs. Beaumont. 
Spain want royale. Oh, look, it's this guy. Oh, no, you don't watch Community. I wish I never brought it up. Uh-oh. I think they're trying to like make it seem like you don't know that that's the Joker, but right now they're going to be like, oh, it's clearly the Joker. Look at that. You can tell by his news. Mm-hmm. Oh, terrifying. So the other thing about this, I don't know if they did it for the movie, but for the show, a lot of, I was always disappointed to hear that they don't um they don't record in the same room when they do cartoons. Why? Cuz they don't want people's voices to bleed it like mm. they don't want this like if like let's say I needed to take out the something but your like I took out my voice but your voice would still bleed onto my mic. Yeah. So they don't want that. But Batman, The Simpsons, uh, yeah, just those two always record in the same room and they do it like it's actually happening. Like, in like they're having time. a conversation? Like a play. Like they do it yeah, like a play. Yeah, okay. And the big thing was... Don't you remember? The big thing was Mark Hamill would always stand. Everyone else would sit and he would stand so he could get that laugh out properly. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You'd have to really... Yeah, like he really Force was like out. acting it out and yeah. stuff. And yeah, and like I feel bad for him because like anytime he's on like in an interview, they're like, "Do the Joker laugh?" And he's like, well, "Like I had to warm up for that." And like they're like, "Do it," and he's like, "Okay, ha, here I go." Ha, <laughs> well, he because he kept doing it in the video games, and then he said, "Like I don't want to do it anymore. It's actually like messing up my voice." What a baby! Well, for video games, it's hard because video game scripts are like this thick, and then you still have to do it okay do it now like the character did this or do it like this do it like this so you're doing like you could do like one line and it takes an hour so then maybe you shouldn't agree to do video games well that's what he said i don't want to do it anymore oh (laughs) we've come full circle damn it damn it all to hell (laughs) damn it daniel remember when you didn't get that thing from the antique roadshow or something it was just on the road, but it was an antique. <laughs> and you didn't get it. It was in Oshawa, and you were like, Damn it, Daniel, damn it. What? It was such a good time. What are you talking about? It's one of my fondest memories of you. What, that couch I wanted? I don't know if it was a couch. Yeah, maybe. The one by my work, and I wanted it, and I didn't go, and then I went back. It was by your work? Yeah, and they were like, Oh, we just sold it. We yes, we yeah. gave it away. That's the one. And I was like, what the hell? Damn it, Daniel. I don't remember saying that. Do you, is that upsetting to you? Yeah. It's, I don't understand why they don't talk more about how upsetting the Joker is in the show, in this movie. They kind of just made it seem like... So here's the thing about Mark Hamill. He loves Batman. And in the first episode of this show, which aired in 92, he was a different character. He was like a one-off character in the Mr. Oh, no, he's in the Mr. Freeze episode. That's right. So not the first episode. But the point is, he kept asking, hey, like, are we, are you going to do the, like, any of these villains or this or this? And they pretty much were like, all right, do you want to come in and do the Joker, actually? I can't believe they've captured him. That's not the Joker. That's one of his victims. Oh. And they're just showing how horrible it is for people. That guy wasn't crying laughing. That guy was crying from pain, but he can't do anything but laugh. Like, that's your only reaction to stuff. There's a really horrible. messed up, there's a really up, messed up um, episode they turned into a movie 
where he captures Robin and tortures him, and Robin just like laughs from that point on from like the torture, and That's he's on. But then he comes horrible. back and kills the Joker, shoots him. The Joker dies. Yeah, in but it's like in the future. Oh. Maybe I can oh, find that one. That's horrible. I yeah, don't like it. That's so off-putting. This is the thing. It shouldn't be for kids. Like this is very like uh, ridiculous stuff happening. Yeah. Why is he being rude to the victim? Oh, that's his move when he wants to interrogate people. I know, but it's stupid. He's laughing to death. Mm-hmm. Yes. All Joker's victims laugh to death. I mean, if they don't just get killed <laughs> while they're begging for their life. Horrible. Oh, hey, uh, Daniel, you're putting away the phone. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. You Did got you know me. that was coming? No. I mean, when you said, oh, hey, yes, I did know. It was Why? Coming. Do I always start like that? Yeah. Really? You, I need to find a new way so a, that you don't try and cut me off. You have a very specific way that you approach that. Why? Why do you? I don't know. Do you, you, you can answer that. What do you mean? It's a very specific, like, you change your aura when you're about to what do you tell mean me. I change my aura. You change your aura. Like, you're, you become uh, way more laser focused. And you have a little more of a like a. Mm. I'm always laser focused. It's true. Aura, ra, ra, ra. My aura, ra, ra, changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is this is Joker and Batman Beyond. Okay. I don't like the nail polish. I don't like it. So the big thing with, um, as you know, Batman and Joker is, for this cartoon anyway, for this continuity, is the Joker, like, obviously wants to get rid of Batman, but he also is like, how come you don't laugh at my jokes? And because like, you're not funny. So that's what the bat that's what Batman tells Joker to actually get under his skin. He's like, You're just not funny. Like you're just straight up. You're not good. But then the other that this Batman Beyond, who's a kid, when he has to face off with the Joker, he's like, Yeah, the old man told me he didn't think you were funny, but he's he but like he starts going like, I think you're a joke. Like I'm laughing at you. I don't think anything you do is funny. Like you're a loser, bud. And then that really gets the joke. You can't do this to me. It's a really good moment. Hmm. And when's that? That doesn't happen until like 2001. As in our time, 2001. So if you can imagine, this is 93. Uh-oh. Once again, this must be a flashback. Is that supposed to be the Joker? I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, dear. Mm. Mm. A lot of crying in this That's movie. That's obviously his grave she visited. This time, yeah, because this is the present. Ew. Oh, there's one episode of this uh, show where um, there, there's an actor. You know how, like, um, the kid who played Webster. What's his what? name? He's not a kid. G- Gary something? What? Oh, boy. Hold on. Okay, explain. Hold on. I'm going to figure it out. Different strokes. Gary Coleman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how he kind of just always looked like a kid? Yes. 
So there is, they have an episode where there's an actress. It's, I feel like it is supposed to be like Gary Coleman. There you go. This is the big reveal. But um, they, you're supposed to think like, or not. Anyway, the actress is like upset that she can't be anything but that those childlike roles, even though she's an actual adult. And like Batman really gets under his skin. He's just like, you're just a plaything. Like no one takes you seriously as an adult. And she's just like, oh, I'll get you. I'll get you. And I was like, wow, Batman's a real meanie sometimes. Yeah. You can't. Oh, wow. He's like beating he's up a beating woman. the hell out of this woman. I get, yeah, he's supposed to be like a skilled fighter. She kicked him in the groin. <laughs> you hear me? They tried to do a lot of sexual stuff on this show, actually. Like, at one point, he sees um, uh, when Harley Quinn finally leaves him and goes to Poison Ivy, when he meets up with them again, and it's like a scary moment, but he, the first thing he says is, aren't you two busy little beavers? And I was just like, that's... He, even as a kid, I was like, I know what beaver is. <laughs> I don't know how you would have known that, but... I was a grown man by that time. <laughs> Get him, Mrs. It's, Beaumont. It's weird that all of a sudden she looks like... I guess she had that cloak to hide so her. So how many times have has Batman been married? None. They he never married, got married. Married her. No, he didn't. He just proposed. Oh. How many times has he proposed? I don't think he's... I think this is just a new thing. I don't think he's ever proposed. I think back in the day, like um, the 40s, when... Batman was new. They introduced Batwoman so people wouldn't think he was gay. And I think that was supposed to be like, oh, they're married. So but ridiculous. Yeah. And then. What a time that would be to be alive. In. <gasps> oh, no. In some poetic justice, now Batwoman actually is a gay character and she's actually an LGBTQ plus um, mascot. I don't know what to say. I'm not, that's not. I'm diminishing what she really is. I loved his motorcycles in this show. Why they, they looked, looked cool. so lame? Yeah, but I had a toy of it, so I was just like, cool. It was really hard to make. Um, she's an icon, Batwoman. Katie, Kate Kane, I think her name Never is. Never heard of Bat- Batwoman. I just did a thing on TDFEverything.com about Batwoman, casting oh. Batwoman. Uh, yeah, and also, he is marrying Catwoman in the comics currently. They're leading up to that big event. Or it happened already. I don't know. Catwoman? Yes, he married Selena Kyle. I hope, they, he ma- I hope he marries Anne Hathaway in the next movie. I don't think Anne Hathaway will ever be back. You don't know what Anne Hathaway will or will not do. I think she had her fun. She got to be Catwoman. People got to be weird with Look, her. In the, um, you don't know what she's going to do. In interviews? What do you mean? People would be like, how'd you get that bod? And she'd be like, by working out? They're like, yeah, but like, what'd you do? And she's like, I worked out. What are you, like, is this, like, what are you trying to do here? And I was like, that is weird that they wouldn't just let it go. Yeah. What was it like with that bod? So weird. People are so weird. I agree. What's that? the computer look at her she's like darkwing duck she moves and goes darkwing duck yeah let's get w call me dw i hate that that's what you say 
That's clearly not what they say. When there's trouble, you call DW. Darkwing Duck, yeah, let's get W. Call me DW. Darkwing Duck, yeah. Did you like Darkwing Duck? Yes. It was just Batman, but with a duck. Yeah, I liked Darkwing Duck. Look, it's the Warner Brothers logo for some reason. (laughs) You missed it. Classic word. (laughs) (laughs) Word. Oh my goodness, he's in that building. I was like, what's going on? Uh, Oh no, and he's pressing a button. Yeah, these 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 are the uh, what did they call them? Remote remote helicopters. What did they call them that were messing up Batman? Got him. He's about to kill him with that spike. There you go. Knocked his tooth out. Bloody. That was the only thing I remembered as a kid. This scene, because I think it's the only fight scene between Joker and Batman, so it was the only fight scene that I acknowledged. Only fight scene? Obviously, if I came away from it thinking he only (laughs) punches, and he didn't even punch him, he kicked him. They must have been so happy that they got away with having blood in this. Look at the Joker. He's surfing. Blood surfing. Blood <laughs> surfing. Blood I can't believe surfing. I forgot Gary Coleman's name for that long. Blood surfing. <laughs> Do you know the song Couch Surfing? No. Oh. It would have been better if you did. I was just enjoying your singing. It's by Brand Van 3000. I wasn't a fan. Mostly because the name was too much. Hmm. It's weird that you don't agree. I remember that, actually. That he used his cape to kill the helicopters. <laughs> kill them. Kill, kill those copters. I beg your pardon. This says this movie had six directors. That's too many. That does seem excessive. It really makes me feel like they just were like, okay... We're gonna do ten. We're gonna do six ten-minute episodes. Each director gets to do an episode. I guess. I still don't really know what a director does when it's animated. If you don't just draw it, I guess you still have to come up with the shots. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this as well. I. Th- <laughs> I want one of those jet packs. I've always figured you're going to burn yourself somehow. Yeah, oh, totally. It seems very, very, very unsafe. Wow, Batman. Of course. Like, you can't beat him. He can do whatever. And he's just a normal human being with some money. Some money. He's a billionaire. I think he's a trillionaire. What? No. Um, I think it goes... T'Challa, Black Panther's the richest, then possibly Batman, then Iron Man. How does Iron Man have his riches? Oh, his dad was like a big uh, weapons dealer. Oh, I see. Model helicopters, that's what it was. You're going to have to cut a few pieces out where my glasses have hit the side of the mic. It's fine. It's just a thing that will happen forever. <laughs> People will just be like, "Oh, that's MVSM." Oh Look, no, he's got, like, bloody scratches nose. and blood, and like so different from the show. Yeah, it's truly life-altering. 
the first episode ever of the show was him versus the man bat, which I hate as a villain. And it, it's <laughs> a stupid name. Yeah, it's like, well, you heard of Batman? What about man bat? It's a, it's a bat that's a man. Why does his face look like it's porcelain and it's been cracked? Hey, listen. Animation has become... Although I think this still, like, if they show me this animation now, some of the shots, I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Um, apparently... I think you just really like Batman. No, I like this animation, too. Uh, for one of the seasons, when they were shooting the when they were shooting the theme song section of it, there was a piece of hair on it and it always bothered uh, Bruce Tim when he was doing the commentary. He's like, look, there it is. I don't know why we couldn't just fix that. It's a, it's a piece of hair on the screen. When was it? Oh, for the TV show, not for the movie. I think they... They could see a piece of hair you c- on the Yeah, screen? you can see it. It's like this. Like, I think they... Because they still have to film stuff and I think the film caught a bit, a bit of hair and they just didn't clean the... Plat- they didn't clean the surface properly before they started filming. Annoying. Yeah. I love these types of scenes for Batman where you're like, wow, the odds are so against you, but you will not give up. Not give up. I don't think it's a matter of giving up. It's a matter of the show was written that he's the hero. Well, it's more like he's not just trying to survive. He's trying to get back so he can save the day. Yeah, go on, Bruce. Bruce, Bruce. Oh, we have a cat named Bruce in our life. In our life. Not in this house. No, we do not. Odie wouldn't have it. Odie would literally barf and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simultaneously. This is just like the Dark Knight where he's like, oh, they're dead. It's because of me. And Alfred's like, oh, I'm oh, going to break my own back now. <laughs> no, it's Dark Knight Rises. But in Dark Knight, when uh, Alfred's like, yeah, maybe I won't give you this letter, where Rachel was like, I'm leaving you, Bruce. I hated Rachel in those movies. She was quite the wretched bitch. <laughs> At first, I was like, it's, I don't like Katie Holmes. But then when Maggie Gyllenhaal, an actress I legitimately like, was Rachel, I was like, I still don't like her. I just think she's I love written, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I was like, I just hate the way she's written. She's always giving him guff. She, like, I know, I hate how she just does not love him for him. Like, he's so in love with her, and she's like, meh, no thanks. I'm going to go with the Harvey Two-Face dent over here. He's so crazy that he's tricked me into many things, but with his, two fa- with his two-faced coin. You've been nothing but honest with me, and we grew up together, and I know everything about you. You know everything about me, but no. But no. Look at him, he looks like Jughead. <laughs> So everyone oh, just takes their rip. shot at her in this movie. Nerdling is the name, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> I it's weird that I am watching this movie. I don't remember who that character is. I don't want to look it up. I don't care. Oh my god! Yeah, and because I, this movie is sh- crap. It's not crap. Yeah, no, it is. Okay, is this worse than Winter Soldier? No. But here's why. <laughs> Go on. Because it's only an hour and 16 minutes. Is it worse than what we do in the shadows, which is similarly short? No. 
It's not worse. Oh, no, it's worse. Yeah, sorry, it's worse. <laughs> Love it. Boom, and he swings out like a winner. Uh, he didn't really win. I didn't but... like what we do in the shadows, but it also wasn't painful for me. Just the villain, Pauline, featuring the voice talents of Kevin Conroy better be first. Thank you. Uh, who else have we got here? Dana Delaney as Andrea Beaumont. Okay, Hart we don't Bachner as these. Arthur Reeves. That's got to be. Is that who we think it is? Stacy Keach as Phantasm and Carl Beaumont. Abe Vigoda as Salvatore Velestra. Daniel, you know how I feel about credits. As Chucky Saul, John P. Ryan. John P. Ryan. Uncle John and Cousin Ryan. Okay. So, do you want me to give you my overview? Yeah. Obviously, I hate this movie. This is a pure (laughs) loss. What do you mean, pure loss? Purely loose. Nice. We almost got out of it. We could never leave an episode without mentioning our favorite no. sponsor. They're not a sponsor. <laughs> the Food Ranger. You sponsor him by being like, I want his <laughs> shirts. It says Swatow. What does it say? It says Taihaula. Taihaula. Anyway, yeah. Get with the program, peeps. Okay, well. Don't tell us your your rating, because obviously people will see it on our letterbox. And don't say what my rating is, like you do every time. Well, let's just go check it out. I didn't rate it yet. You haven't rated it? You can't ruin it. Well, I'll tell them what you've rated all the other things. What? Why? How have you rated Incredibles 2? Because I saw it. When? I don't know. Before this weekend. You didn't tell me you saw Incredibles. When did I not tell you that? We're going to have to take this conversation offline. You've never told me you went to go see Incredibles. But I've seen it, like, from time. Yeah, like the new one that just came out? Yeah. Yeah, I did not know you ever went to see that. Oh, boy. What is this world coming to? Uh, yeah, I don't know. You tell me. Guys, we have to finish this episode. <laughs> Some talking has to happen about listening skills. Or about telling skills. I did tell. Oh, when did you see it? I must have told you what I saw. You did not. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Because I kept thinking, I wonder why Daniel hasn't seen Incredibles too. That's bad of me then. Yeah. I can't believe that. Go. I know. Mm, looks like more movies than matrimony today. Mm-hmm. And forever. What do you mean? Are you going to Buffalo? I'm going. You going to Buffalo? I am going. No, don't. What are you going to do there? Go to the Anchor Bar? No. See Bo Burnham? No. I see. Well, if you want to hear more... Amazing content like this, go to dorkshelf.com and check out their podcast because we're there and other podcasts. And like which ones? <laughs> like Page of the Wind, my personal favorite because uh, we just think they're cool. And No Budget Nightmare because I like their theme songs. And recently, The Shelf, where they talk about Incredibles 2 and they speak to uh, the director writer of Bao, which you would like because you like Bowser. 
I do. And it's set in Toronto. Oh, great. I love yeah. Toronto. So that's that's something that you can listen to. The Shelf, No Budget Nightmare, uh, Play Dead Podcast, Loose Cannons, uh, Page of the Wind, and us. Yeah. And other people. Thanks to Dork Shelf. And thanks to you, my love, because I love you. I love you, too. Why are you making that face? My love for you is incredible, <laughs> too. <laughs> Can I have a high five on that? No. Oh, well, come on. No, I said. Got the high five anyway. All right, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. This has been a TDF Everything production, bro.